Reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness here on Mindfulness Mode with me, your host and Mindfulness Life Coach, Bruce Langford. Hey, Mindful Tribe, we've been talking about gratitude a lot. I've been uh, talking about, you know, jotting down your thoughts and your ideas and gratitude. That word just keeps coming up over and over and over. And I am so grateful right now, today, to have a guy with me who is absolutely passionate about gratitude from the word go. And I'm so excited to have Carl with me today. Hey, Carl, are you in mindfulness mode today? Oh, yes, I am. I am very excited to be here. Yeah, me too. Carl Stabe is a passionate believer in gratitude. He struggled with staying positive, especially during the time his father was dying, and he could feel old habits starting to creep back, including a tendency towards being insensitive and kind of complaining. Carl decided to challenge himself to be more grateful and to take his gratitude even further. He began to journal and adopt a daily gratitude practice. Now, guess what? His new writing routines turned into a book called Bring Gratitude. And I can highly recommend this book, Mindful Tribe. He, he uh, kind of moved forward and uh, his lost joy began to magically slip back into his life. Now, science indicates that a healthy gratitude practice can improve relationships, resilience, and even sleep patterns. And even more impressive, regular gratitude can help deliver momentum during times of challenge. And these times are certainly times of challenge, aren't they, Carl? I mean, man, what a time. How are you doing? Doing okay. Doing okay. Uh, like you said, yeah, the uh, lockdown, um, COVID-19 is, is upon us. Um, I expect that we, we won't just talk, uh, uh, or I, I, won't, I won't just talk about uh, COVID-19. I want this to be... Um, overarching and, and how important it is because I think we struggle daily. We struggled daily a year ago, two years ago. Um, it's the human condition and it's what we work with. Um, and one of the best ways to deal with that and process is gratitude. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I love how you started your book. You started with these words, you're not the same person you were a year ago. And why did you decide to start your book that way, Carl? We are always changing. And I think it's so important to realize that um, growth should be a daily part of our lives instead of uh, New Year's resolution or um, some big grand gestures that we, uh, that we strive for because it's the little things that add up the little habits that we build, the little mindset shifts that we make on a daily basis or improvements that we make um, is what brings us happiness. Um, they've, I mean, there's study after study is somebody gets a new, a new job, a new bump in pay, and within a month or two, they're back to their old set points. Yeah. And that's, that's the stuff I w want people to work on is this daily stuff that can really make that big, those small leaps into big leaps. Well, for me, gratitude is a huge part of mindfulness. But Carl, what does mindfulness mean to you? It's about being aware 
It's about understanding who we are and uh, how we can stay present uh, in the situation by not judging it, um, not um, expecting um, too much from it, um, and just learning as we go. Well, your book is terrific, and I love chapter eight. You called it Tough Battery. Can you share with Mindful Tribe a little bit about that chapter and why you you called it Tough Battery? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I've been influenced by a lot of different writers, um, but I think um, as I've kind of grown as a writer, I, I like the idea of, of how people put feelings or, um, you know, uh, separate issues on inanimate objects. Um, and so when I call it tough battery, uh, it's that battery to me just is a symbol of where my mindset was. Um, I was in a rush. I uh, was trying to get into um, the house and I was messing with this battery. Um, it wasn't working. So I got um, a screwdriver and I was trying to open it up and I jammed it into my hand and I just wasn't being very mindful and thinking things through because uh, as soon as I did it, I stopped and I realized like how impatient I was being in that moment and how I wasn't being grateful for the ability. And it was, it was a, a very small turning point, but beca has become momentous because now uh, even if I look back and I laugh at how I stabbed myself um, with that screwdriver and how it's how it's changed me and, and it improved how I look at things and how I process things. Well, your website is called bringgratitude.com, which is such a great name for a website. And, uh, you know, I love how you've included so many tools in this book. I mean, it's a it's an easy read. It's enjoyable to read because there are so many stories and you have a very easy to follow tone that you've written this book with. But you end with gratitude toolbox can you share a couple of the tools out of the toolbox carl there's so many um little tools that we can apply um i think you know one of the most important things is it's is building these habits building these mindfulness habits that help us grow as a person and help us bring more joy into our lives now, I'd like to think of it as joy uh, versus happiness or instead of happiness because, you know, uh, joy is something that we can always tap into. Um, happiness is sometimes very elusive um, and it's something that uh, we strive for and we, we don't always uh, reach. But joyfulness is just this calm place inside us that allows us to be present in, in the moment and feel uh, the gratitude just for being alive. And so uh, some of the tools that uh, I teach my clients is look at uh, daily habits that you do. Um, and let's look at brushing teeth. So every night you brush your teeth. What do you normally do as you brush teeth? You think about things you did that day. Uh, you worry about things you have to do tomorrow. Well, this is two minutes of your time that you can start making some 
mental shifts that can really help with your with your joyfulness and your happiness start thinking about what are you grateful for for those two minutes and at, you know you'll probably do it for a few days and it'll feel great and this is where most people drop off and then you've got to if you can dig a little bit deeper um, and this is what happened to me I, I kind of hit that surface level of gratitude which I think you know 90% of people do um, but I think you know the great teachers out there they they go you, they go deeper they uh, they they want to understand where they're mindset and their neural structures are at and so as you you know if if anybody's listening right now brush your teeth for two minutes and just start listing things you're grateful for and i suggest you do your why and your what if you can do your why it makes it so much deeper so um you know uh, what are you grateful for you're grateful for uh, being able to brush your teeth, your, you know, your both arms work uh, or whatever dominant hand works and you can clean your teeth. That's one thing. You're grateful for running water that you can rinse out your teeth with. You're grateful for your relationships. Um, and now it's, the thing is, is we hit that point of like, well, what else am I grateful for? start to think of different things that you're grateful for different themes like grateful for all the great books all the great movies um uh, memories with friends uh future ideas that you want to work on these are all things that we can be grateful for and we can apply in our life and it's these that little tool that you can use to really help shift your mindset and you know bring more energy because what i've noticed is my energy level has gone up by a good 25% since I've really deepened my gratitude practice and made it a daily habit. Wow, that's really impressive. Tell us about your routines and how you can use routines to uh, really make gratitude work. Now, you've kind of touched on that with the toothbrushing thing, but kind of expand on it a bit if you would, Carl. Sure. So, I have an evening routine um, that I do every night. Um, I call it SOAR. Um, so the idea is, you know, I, I always like to, to tell people you gotta to you gotta dig deep to to fly high. So if you dig deep to fly high, it's kind of like you have this springboard, right? Or you have a trampoline. If your trampoline had only one foot of of depth to it you would just bang your feet on the bottom. The farther you dig down, the higher you can leap. So the more you dig into these practices, it's like meditation or yoga, like the people who truly have embraced it and, and have made this a part of their lives are ones that are reaping the most benefit from it. So just like a gratitude practice, um, if you can find those time at the end of the night, and the reason I suggest end of the night is because as you sleep, those neural structures are strengthening and getting deeper as you sleep, they're kind of forming those alliances. So if you go to bed complaining, go to bed worried, those neural structures build up and you wake up more likely to complain or more likely to worry. And so to build that positive outlook and perspective that gives you that energy i suggest people simplify things at night simplify your mindset write 
just write down things that you're worried about, things that you need to do the next day. Get it all out of your head so you're not ruminating them on them as you sleep. And then observe. Observe how you're feeling. Is there any tension? Too often we don't check in with our bodies at the end of the night. A lot of times I'll observe tension in my neck because I work at a computer all day long. Well, I just closed my computer, started helping with dinner, get the kids to bed. I got a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old. And then I'm like, okay, well, I want to go to my Facebook group, reply to a couple people. By the time the night's done, I have, haven't had a chance to really check in with myself. And so it's just a time to observe just for a minute or so. Just check if there's any tension. And this, this is this body feedback that we're trying to get to do more of. So you kind of appreciate that. You're grateful for this body feedback instead of ignoring it waking up the next day, throwing some coffee in your body and jumpstarting that engine, then the next thing is appreciate. So you have to appreciate what's going on uh, around you. And that's that gratitude. And I talked about the what and the why, because if you, if you can focus on the what and the why, the why deepens it. So I suggest people to write three things they're grateful for. And the last thing's reflection. You know, look back on your day and think, what did I do well? We, well, we never, we hardly ever ask ourselves, what did we do well? How did we succeed in that day? Too often we're looking like, oh, I did a crappy job on that email. I should have taken my time or, oh, I didn't respond to this person soon enough or. Yeah, oh, we're too busy beating ourselves up, aren't we, Carl? Beating self up. So, remember what you did because we do a lot of things well we cook dinner well we did respond well to a message we uh, hopped on this call together and we're we're both bringing energy and we're both bringing each other up focus on that and then say what's one thing i can do better because we can always improve. We don't want to overdo it and do 10 things we can do better. We really want to focus on just one thing. So that's that. It takes usually about 10, 15 minutes of my night. Um, but man, it, it has done wonders for my sleep. I really love that acronym, SOAR. S-O-A-R. Yeah. Simplify, observe, appreciate and then reflection and reflect on the positive things. Reflect on what you've done well that day and go to, go to sleep feeling really good and feeling pumped up about things that you've accomplished in your life. This is really good. This really is. Uh, I appreciate this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you're right. Like the idea is, you know, a lot of people talk, you know, a lot of my clients talk about, you know, feeling lethargic. But the thing is, it's, it all starts with mindset. When you understand why you're doing something, you're using way power versus willpower. You know, when you wake up in the morning and you force yourself out of bed and trudge uh, to, to the bathroom and trudge to the, you notice the words I'm choosing, right? Trudge for, or gotta do or need to make myself a cup of coffee. This is the mindset shifts that you can make. And it's, it's, a, it's being grateful for these opportunities, grateful to go to the bathroom. Someday you won't be able to. Someday you might be too old. Someday you, 
you might die in your sleep, you're going to wish that you just took the opportunity to be grateful for a simple thing like going to the bathroom that a lot of us don't we take for granted right now. Yeah, that's so true. It really is. So, Carl, you know, a lot of us have been grateful. A lot of us have gratitude in our lives. But you took it one step further and you wrote a book, an entire terrific book about this. What kind of mindfulness was responsible for making that happen? How long did it take you to write the book? And what was that experience like for you? Um, It took me... So rough draft uh, was about six months. So I uh, have a nine to five job, still do. um, And I would write it on uh, nights and weekends. And uh, during lunch, I would kind of jot down notes of things that I'm thinking about. Um, One of the stories was in there, it was about at work, you know, it's feeling down. And I still do. I don't want to paint this picture of like everything everything's awesome you know <clears throat> it's not about everything being awesome it's it's just taking time to pause and just saying you know what yeah this part of life sucks right now but over here this is not so bad and let's balance it out with a little bit of like focus in that positive direction too so we don't forget how good we have it and we can remember these things so Anyway, my dad was passing. Uh, I pulled into the parking lot at work and I I broke down crying. I used to call him. um, He was uh, he had gotten out of the ICU unit. I know you said your wife works in the ICU and I can't imagine what that's like working with people uh, there. I applaud her for that. I think that's amazing. Um, So he just he got out uh, and uh, I went up to visit him. I came back. I just started uh, my job and he was like, just go back. I'll be fine. He got out of the ICU. He seemed okay, but his white blood cell count kept dropping. Um, I, they think it was some sort of infection on top of his MDS, which is a form of cancer before uh, like lymphoma. I think it's lymphoma, uh, leukemia, mm-hmm. sorry, before okay. leukemia. And uh, so, uh, I pulled in the work. I just gave him a joke of the day. He laughed. It was a terrible joke. I can't even remember, you know, uh, what it was, but it was this uh, cheesy joke just to kind of hopefully lift his spirits. And uh, I broke down crying. And I, uh, I, you know, I just started this job, and I, I, I couldn't just like call out sick after just a couple of weeks. So I was like, okay, just go in and right as I was getting out of my car, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just thank everything for the whole day. Like, thank you door for being here, you know, keeping the bugs out. Thank you, uh, coworker for being here, kind of supporting this, you know, company, you know, thank you light for lighting up. Thank you. Uh, and I just thanked everything that I could. And slowly my mindset shifted. I became mindful of everything. And I was kind of really kind of sensitive to everything. And as that happened, I started becoming calm and I started becoming uh, more uh, willing to uh, be appreciative of what was around me. By the end of the day, I was actually in pretty good spirits because of that super focus on just thanking everything that I could 
and there would be an hour or two where I'd forget, and then I'd be like, oh, I got to get back to it and start thanking everything. Um, and that's one of the stories in that in that book. I think it's called Thank You. Um, and it's just one of those little tools in the toolbox, you know, uh, yeah. I suggest anybody for a whole day, just try thanking everything you see, hear, feel. Um, it can be exhausting. I was exhausted by the end of the night because it's a completely different neural structures that you start building when you do that. Yeah. Wow. I love that story, Carl. And, and I do, uh, want to offer my condolences to you regarding your father. You know, it's really tough to lose your dad and I'm so sorry about that. Now, one of the things you talk about in, in the book is the law of gratitude. Let's talk about the law of gratitude. Yes. So, um, thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, it's been three and a half years since I lost my dad and, uh, you know, it's, uh, he had a lot of faults, but a lot of good things too. And, and that book kind of, I wanted to shine some light on that. Like, you know, our relationships are far from perfect. Um, but it's, you know, it's what we're grateful for, for that other person. Um, so the law of gratitude is, uh, you know, just the idea of the more that you are grateful for things, um, the more, uh, a gratitude and positive things come into your life and it's it, it's truly astounding um when you can walk into a room what used to be my mindset was i can't believe i have to join this meeting like you know i don't need to be here or i i need to do all this other work but what I started doing is uh, being grateful for each. I used. I started thanking each person as I walked into the room. Um, I started thanking, um, you know, that I was able to attend this meeting, um, and I was uh, also. And I just recently finished a post about money, but thanking money when it comes into your bank account. We forget we're just these. Uh, you know, let's say you get paid every two weeks. It gets deposited directly into our bank account. We don't even get a check to see, to remind us like, oh, I did a lot of work the past two weeks. Like, and I'm going to deposit this check. We forget about these things. And, and um, I think it's a big part of why we struggle with having a good relationship with money is we don't celebrate it. We just think like, oh, it will be here. And when it's not, we freak out because we don't understand how important it was and how we have to be careful with our money and we make wise choices. And so I started just that law of like thanking my money is what kind of led me to get that job, which led me to create the book, which brings in extra revenue. Um, I created a pack of cards, a 30 pack of cards that you put by your uh, toothbrush and as you put them, it's just a question of the day. Like, uh, you know, how do you celebrate your wins? Like, how, what did you do well today and how can you celebrate it? Little questions that we forget to ask ourselves that can really help shift our mindset too. Um, I created a 30-day journal. Um, all of this wouldn't be possible if I didn't use, you know, the law of gratitude by you know, and there's a, a really great quote uh, by um, Zig Ziglar. And uh, 
he says, gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for. And that in a nutshell is the gratitude mindset that we're all trying to accomplish. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And I imagine those, uh, those things that you mentioned, the, the cards and the journal are available at your website at bringgratitude.com. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's great that you've made that available. It really is. And, uh, you know, you've, you've, uh, done so much to help people, but isn't it true that you even are offering a Facebook group for people who, who purchase the book? Yes. Yeah. Actually, I've opened it up. Um, the people who do purchase the book are, are in it. But if they uh, I create a regular 30 day challenges. Mm-hmm. And so um, they're gratitude challenges. Um, um, the Mindset First Club is the name of the Facebook group. Um, but the idea of if they join the challenge, if they go to bringgratitude.com uh, slash challenge, then they will uh, get the page where they can sign up for the next challenge. And what they'll get is regular emails, journal prompts for them to write in their journal. Um, And then that community where we post our gratitude, I ask a question of the day. Um, And it's been a nice little thriving community. There's uh, uh, 2,400 people in it. Oh, that's a good size. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's fantastic. Wow. Gratitudenow.com slash challenge. We can get in on the challenges there and we can go to the Facebook group at Mindset First and find the Facebook group there. That's really great that you're offering that. Can you tell us a story of somebody that you've met on that Facebook group where maybe uh, gratitude has changed their life? Yes. Uh, actually, uh, I, I uh, recently just put out a... Um, uh, a not a quiz I, I actually do have a quiz that uh, people can take and it's just a nice little uh, help, helps give them reminders of like you know so I ask a short quiz and um, then you kind of grade it on you know how much gratitude that you have in your life um, and uh, it's it's at bringgratitude.com slash quiz um, but what I did is um, I that quiz is just something to kind of help people understand like, you know, how many times do you smile in a day? You know, uh, you know, what is it that you're doing to, um, remember to, uh, you know, send appreciation to other people. Uh, so little things like that. Um, you know, how often do you, uh, appreciate the simple things around you? And so, um, you know, it, I think uh, uh, to come back to your question, the people in the group, um, you know, uh, I can think of one, her name's Martha um, and she joined, she's one of the first to join. And uh, it's, you know, it's, I think uh, from, you know, the interactions that we have, um, she's been in the group for man a year and a half now. I can't believe the group's been around for that long. Um, uh, but she, you know, again and again, is just, you know, uh, talking about how, you know, uh, her lows aren't as low as they used to be because she takes time to pause and feel grateful for, 
you know, what she has and uh, the people in her life. And, you know, like we right now we're in the COVID-19 and she's in lockdown, um, you know, and I think uh, she struggled with um, a lot of health issues. And through all that, like um, she's able to deal with these health issues so much easier now because she doesn't worry about every little thing because in the end, like we can do what we can do with what we have. And then we have to appreciate um, the rest because, you know, that's, that's what we got in our lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great story. <clears throat> you know, it's, it's really fulfilling to know that you've helped somebody like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a great feeling. I got a long email just a few hours ago from somebody that, uh, reads my posts and listens to my show and so on. And she's in Spain and she, you know, her English isn't 100%, but it was such a pleasure to read that letter and learn, you know, how much she benefits from the the show. So it's really great to have you on here, Carl, talking about mindfulness and talking about gratitude. I know on Instagram, you're bring gratitude. That's how we find you on Instagram is bring gratitude. What's your favorite social media platform, Carl? Oh, where I have that group. um, That's a really good question. I, I I kind of have my ups and downs I'd say Facebook is probably where I, I'm the most, um, answering people's questions, um, posting questions, uh, for people. Um, I've, I dabble in Instagram. I am not very good at it. Um, I've, um, uh, tried TikTok, and, uh, that's, that's been really interesting. Um, uh, YouTube where I keep uh, some of my videos. I think the video that you talked about watching, um, yes. I, I did a little a keynote at a, at a conference uh, around gratitude. Um, yeah, I would say YouTube probably. I think I get the most benefit as well as uh, give some of my best content there besides in my writing when I, that I put on my blog. Would you consider right. a blog social media? Well, yeah. And so uh, we can find your blog, I imagine, at your website. Is that right? At bringgratitude.com? Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's great. That's great. You're putting out so much content and doing that while you're doing another job, a daytime job as well. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah, that's very commendable. Yeah. I I mean, coming back to passion and feeling grateful for this time, like, you know, it's we have this opportunity. We are in a time where it's a one in a million, one in a quadrillion i don't know what what it is i think it's one in ten trillion that uh you know like we are who we are in this time and space you know like we're more likely to um surface in the ocean coming up coming up through a hula hoop than to be who we are like that is amazing you know how big the earth is right like yes and so if we can realize this and and make infuse that feeling into our bones then we can truly say why can't i be grateful even you know in tough situations that we're in because if the alternative is complaining then um i'll take gratitude uh, or at least trying to practice gratitude every single time yeah well carl you're the father of two children a 10 year old and a five-year-old what have you learned from them about mindfulness and gratitude 
patience. <laughs> Lots of patience. I understand. Uh, <laughs> do you have kids? Yeah, I have one. Okay, yeah. how old? He's a bit older. He's 18. Okay, and, so uh, still, you probably have to have a lot of patience at 18 yeah. as he's spreading his wings, right? Yes, um, that's right. And so uh, I think it's, and not so much just, um, it's being aware of these these choices because if, if I can pause before I uh, respond to him, um, nothing wrong with showing anger to a kid, but there's a level of anger. Um, my, I grew up, my dad was a rough, uh, tough German. He was born uh, right after World War II in 1947, um, started working at the age of 12 in Australia, moved to America at 17, got drafted into the Navy, um, became an electrician, started his own business up. I think he was like 23, 24 um, maybe a little older, 25. And, uh, he did not, um, have a lot of patience. He did not have a lot of gratitude for me. Um, and it, it, as we got older, we definitely, you know, uh, it was easier. Our relationship became much stronger. Um, but those first 12 to 14 years were really tough, tough for me. I was afraid of my father. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, he had the kind of, um, that tough bully mentality, uh, my way or the highway. And, um, I didn't want to do that for my kids. I didn't want to be like that. And so part of the book that I, that the stories in that book describe that and describe, you know, how I wanted to be and being conscious of those choices and being more patient. Um, and, uh, that's, that's been you know, one of the best things about um, writing that book and, and taking on these challenges of being more patient is I have a better relationship with my kids. And then in the end, like, you know, at the end of my life, um, that's going to be, you know, my top priority was how was my relationship with my loved ones? Um, and if it was if it was good and honest, um, then I did my job as a human. Yeah. Wow. That's so true. It's so true. I always ask a, a question about bullying. Do you have a story about bullying where gratitude or mindfulness would have made a difference? Yeah, um, two of them. Uh, one, uh, my dad, um, I forget what the instance was, but all I remember is him getting so upset with me and him lifting me by my ears onto my tippy toes. Um, and I'll never forget that. And uh, it was traumatic. Uh, oh, yeah. I felt very um, small and weak. Um, and this is at a time when um, 14, when you're wanting to be big and strong and uh, com completely dominated by my dad in that moment. And um, but now as I look back, I learn from that and uh, would never do that to my kids. Um, we have conversations, we talk, it's okay if they disagree with me. Um, it's not okay if they, um, you know, do whatever they want to do, but it's okay if they voice their displeasure. Um, and, uh, another one is I remember, uh, in high school going to sit on the school bus, uh, wanting to be a cool kid, but far from it, uh, very kind of middle of the pack, kind of dorky, 
um, you know, not really, um, you know, on any end of the spectrum, just kind of feeling non-existent. And I got onto the bus and my friend was there. I sat down and he was picking on the kid in front of us. Well, I, ch I started chiming in, trying to be cool. And he turned around um, after, I think I said maybe one or two things. He had had enough because I think he'd been picked on for the past 10, 15 minutes. He turned around and started punching me in the face. And uh, to my surprise, like I did not know what was happening 10 minutes before I got on the bus. Um, but he flipped out and, uh, you know, I, I, I look at uh, these, that, that time and, and, and how I behaved poorly um, and in how I, I teach my kids to be kind, to um, share ideas and, and to help other people versus uh, push them down. Wow. Yeah. That uh, those kind of memories can really leave a powerful imprint. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Carl, as we move forward in the interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is this. Who is one person who has influenced mindfulness or gratitude in your life? I've got so many, so many authors. Um, Oprah is up there. Um, I would uh, uh, ring, ring Papo. Um, the author is up there. Um, Eckhart Tolle. Uh, 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 Dale Carnegie from How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, uh, but right now, off the top of my head, uh, I would say my friend Rob. Um, he's actually in the book. Um, he has this positive attitude that he brings to every single situation, um, whether it's, you know, a difficult one or a great one. Um, he, he could just lift up all boats with his, uh, with his positivity. And, uh, I took a lot from, um, that time. We had two years together, uh, working together and it was some of the most influential two years of my life. How has mindfulness and gratitude affected your emotions, Carl? I still get sad. Um, I still get down. I still, my inner bully um, does rear its ugly head. I call my inner bar, uh, bully Arnold to kind of put a name on it. Not mm -hmm. so it's not so uh, mean, um, but it's helped me pause and appreciate these things, these moments, um, even my inner bully, because um, if you can appreciate your inner bully, um, that's when you can start loving yourself. I totally agree. How is breathing part of your practice, your daily practice? I am a daily uh, yoga and meditation practitioner. Um, so it's huge. Um, it connects me, uh, grounds me to myself. Um, I've, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll pulse check myself just to see uh, where my breath is at, where my heart is at, um, and if I need to do some deep breathing to help relax myself. So your book is really, truly excellent. Like I mentioned before, it's an easy read, but it's so powerful. It's called Bring Gratitude, and the subtitle is Feel Joyful Again with Bite-Sized Mindset Practices. So thank you for writing that book. Are there any other books, Carl, that you would recommend on this topic? You know, I really suggest, I, I did create a journal um, 
it's on Amazon, but the idea is anybody uh, can write their own. It doesn't need to be published, um, but to, to start writing down their thoughts, uh, they can create an awareness journal. I have an article I could send you, um, but the idea is, is the more we can start to appreciate our thoughts and emotions, um, the more we can stop being pushed around by them um, and begin to understand um, where we come from and, and why our internal stories are guiding us and, and how we can kind of take back control and be the pilot of our own thoughts and emotions. And what's the best way we can reach out to you to get that article? Uh, I can send it to you, uh, but I believe if they go to bringgratitude.com and just uh, type in um, awareness journal, it should pop up. Oh, okay, great. But great. I can say, I'll send it to you if you want to put it in your show notes. Oh, yeah, I'd be happy to put it in the show notes. Okay. Can you share an app which can help with gratitude or can help with mindfulness? Headspace is one. I don't use a particular app. What I use is just like Evernote or Google Docs or the notes on the phone. Um, and I just write in my gratitude uh, there. I've actually... Um, you know, do my whole evening routine when, and I use uh, Google Docs to kind of track all those things that I'm working on and like, you know, kind of the things I need to let go of, um, the things I appreciate, and then things that I did well that day. And it's all just tracked in, in my, and I just an open spreadsheet. Well, I want Mindful Tribe to know your full name, Carl Staben. It's S T A I B. And Carl with a K, K-A-R-L-S-T-A-I-B. And that's so you can go to YouTube and find Carl. And you can go to LinkedIn and find Carl under his name. And uh, Twitter, it's K Stabe as well. That's where we find you on Twitter. But of course, your website, like I already mentioned, is bringgratitude.com. Do you have any last words of gratitude before we say goodbye, Carl? I think the the main thing for me is just picking something small to add to your toolbox. Look at what you're currently doing, like brushing your teeth, uh, making coffee in the morning. If you know you're going to go to the coffee maker, if you can add the habit of thank you, coffee, thank you, water, thank you, you know, for electricity for being able to make this cup of coffee it makes the coffee taste better and it starts creating those neural connections to bring more gratitude and more joy into your life those are powerful final words thank you for being on mindfulness mode carl thank you i had a great time this has been yeah. fantastic i did too bye now Thanks for joining us today on Mindfulness Mode. Check out our show notes at mindfulnessmode.com and you can find the guest you're looking for right there by typing their name into the search bar. I also encourage you to subscribe, download, and share our show. And we'd love it too if you wrote a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also download a bonus. I've put together an ebook, and this ebook is outlining the 12 must read mindfulness books mentioned on the show for the free download go to mindfulnessmode.com slash top 12 books 
Until next time, Mindful Tribe, use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode. <laughs>